it's the middle ground between light and shadow, between medical science and stupidity. And it lies between the pit of man's desires and the summit of his bank account. This is the dimension of disintegration. It's an area which we call the indictment zone. Gary Robert Lee, Krishna Balarma Pachuri, and Jerry May Keepers, Christopher R. Parks, three doctors and a former lawyer. The stuff of dreams compounded, so it is said, with a heavy dose of dreams of stuff. Compounding pharmaceuticals, specific drugs for specific patients offers tremendous benefits. The problems arise when the benefit is for the prescribing physician. Then as Drs. Lee, Parchuri, and Keepers, and Mr. Parks might attest, that is if they elect to testify in their own defense at trial, we're dealing with analyses under the federal anti-kickback statute and state law counterparts. In a case currently winding its way toward trial in the U.S. District Court for the Northern District of Oklahoma, Lee et al. are alleged to have engaged in a host of criminal acts centering around a compounded prescription scheme. Lee and Keepers are charged with conspiracy to commit health care fraud. Keepers and Parchuri are also charged with soliciting and receiving illegal bribes and kickback payments. Uh, additionally, Parchuri is charged with obstructing the criminal investigation into the healthcare offenses. According to the indictment, beginning in 2012, Parks and Lee, who controlled several compounding pharmacies, conspired to pay kickbacks to physicians to induce them to write expensive compounding prescriptions to be filled at the controlled pharmacies. As a part of the conspiracy, the government alleges that the kickback receiving physicians were provided with pre-printed prescription pads that listed compounding formula choices. Physicians checked a box and then faxed the form directly to the associated pharmacy. No prescription was handed to the patient for him or her to take to a pharmacy of his or her choice. Claims for payment for their compounded drugs were then submitted to federal health care programs as well as to private payers, and the proceeds allegedly split among the defendants using a variety of methods. The government alleges that Parchuri received up to $50,000 a month in exchange for writing those prescriptions, and that over time, keepers solicited and received more than $860,000 in kickbacks and bribes. The indictment claims that kickbacks were disguised through sham agreements, including purported pharmacy and university study medical directorships and consulting physician agreements, as well as via intermediary limited liability companies. As always, note that allegations and indictments are charges only. They're not convictions. The defendants are innocent until proven guilty. However, defending against charges such as these is mind-bogglingly expensive. At least one of the physician defendants had replacement counsel appointed for him by the court because he could no longer afford to pay for his own defense. If convicted, 
conspiracy to violate the federal anti-kickback statute carries a possible maximum sentence of five years in prison and a $250,000 fine. In addition, violation of the anti-kickback statute itself carries up to 10 years in prison and a $100,000 possible fine. A conviction of healthcare fraud without injury or death also carries a possible maximum of 10 years in prison, but if injury or death results, the penalty climbs to 20 years or life in prison. Compounded drugs are valid treatment. Prescribing them is legal. However, accepting or paying kickbacks to prescribe them is a crime. It seems simple, but each year, no, each week, we're reminded that simple isn't much of a deterrent to stupid. There are many legitimate ways for physicians to increase their practice income. They include, uh, depending on state law, investments in compounding pharmacies and the direct dispensing of pharmaceuticals. But any deal must be structured in compliance with the anti-kickback statute. And then, of course, also in compliance with other applicable laws from Stark to state law considerations. Just because some other party to the deal tells you that a deal's been vetted by their lawyers and is legal, don't bet on it. Vet it through your own counsel and assess your own risk. As in carpentry, measure, assess twice, cut, do the deal once, or not do the deal. You get the idea. After all, that other party won't be paying your fine and won't be doing your time.